if you ever meet someone who makes your life flow easier and makes you laugh a lot, keep them. That's all you need. A quote from Jay Shetty. Dig. Welcome to the One Love Sports Podcast, your place for quick takes on hot sporting topics and events. I am Lance Thomas, along with Rastaman Mario Pottinger from Live Sports Media. Yeah, Mario, what's going on? Out there, enjoy um, this Thursday so far. Um, the Europa League games have been entertaining. The UEFA Conference League. Yes. Um, it hasn't been bad either. I, I, at first, I had some skepticism about it, but I actually like it. Gives more teams who are on the lower end of the spectrum. Okay. Um, like mid-table clubs are a good chance of showcasing themselves on a European stage. I wasn't too aware of it myself. I guess we'll get into it at some other points. Um, this is the hottest 30 minutes in all of sports, and we kick things off, as usual, looking back at the week that was. It was definitely a packed week. Uh, including the game Napoli-Inter in the Syria, where that was a one-all draw. In the UFC, Adesanya-Whitaker. Uh, Adesanya overcame Whitaker, and um, Derek Lewis went down to... Ay, Tuivasa. Tuivasa, right. Uh, Newcastle, Aston Villa. Newcastle surprised Aston Villa with a one-love victory at home. And Tuesday night, it was the heat... Went down to the Mavericks, uh, 107.99 in uh, another explosion of Doncic. But then it's not necessarily a very reliable model, so you can't predict uh, what kind of Mavericks you're going to get on a night-to-night basis. But, of course, the highlight of the week was the Bengals-Rams matchup in the Super Bowl. Another, It was one of them. I think it was second largest audience for the Super Bowl behind the Patriots Seahawks 2014 final, but definitely a very good Super Bowl, very competitive. Your thoughts on it, Mario? Um, or, or did the game uh, turn out for you? To me, the game turned out in a way, how do I say, anticlimactic. Mm. It was mm. still a great game, don't get me wrong. Yeah, but, yes. Um, I think that I think we didn't get to see the best of both teams. I think that was my biggest issue. Because of the injuries? Um, not just, well, the injuries, of course, um, to Odell Beckham Jr. And, of course, Joey Burrow had some knee issues right. after a sack from um, Aaron Donald, which made him a bit more limited. Yes. Didn't come out of the pocket as much as he was starting to. Um, and, then, and then also, I think, the coaches as well. I yeah. think the players made the coaches look not as bad. Um, yes. I know that McVay is supposed to be seen as a boy genius. Yes. I didn't see that during the Super Bowl. Yes. Um, and Zach Taylor's flaws are being, he's, he's showing that he's a, it's his first time in the Super Bowl yes. as well. Yes, 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 yes. You could see that clearly. I agree, I agree with that assessment regarding the coaches. 
I don't think they were particularly well at all. I don't think the call, the plays, timing of some of the plays. I mean, they, they did show their inexperience. And if there were, again, some more season camp, both of them would have been terribly exposed. Uh, it's the second time for McVeigh, so I was expecting a little bit more, you know, um, taking command and showing his experience having been there before, but uh, didn't see much of it. I mean, at least he didn't do anything too terrible or too stupid, but uh, didn't see much of him taking charge of the game. Well, it, it came down to we knowing where the ball is going on the Rams offense, going to Cooper Cup, and Cincinnati couldn't stop it. And that's what it came down to, really. Um, it's funny you say that, but I really think the Super Bowl MVP, as much as Cooper Cup stepped up in the last parts of the game, um, when the Bengals defense was just completely tired. Yes. Um, but I really think it came down to Aaron Donald in our fears because there was times when they just needed to get into field goal range to mm -hmm. keep pushing their lead further, mm -hmm. where it still wouldn't have mattered if Cooper Cup was there. And I think Aaron Donald was really the Super Bowl MVP. I know that I know that when it came late, it seemed like it was Cooper Cup, but yes. like that's what that's a problem with um defensive players is that because your name doesn't really, really affect the score sheet unless you get a pick six or something like that. Um, you know, like it yeah, was yeah. really him who, to me, should have gotten the Super Bowl MVP. Not saying yes. that Cooper Cup yes. didn't step up because Cooper Cup even became a running back when they were yes. running game for Yes. So I yes. do think Cooper Cup was good, but it was down to Aaron Donald in my opinion. Yeah, it is very difficult. And when you have defenses, um, defense players, when you have a good defense against a good offense, the the, the benefit and the, the, the impact of the good offense is always going to be credited more because it, they affect directly, more directly the score. And so it's easier for people to draw that conclusion. So there you go for our review of the week that was, and we now move on to our preview of the upcoming week. Okay, previewing the upcoming week, we start at, as usual with the EPL. In the English Premier League, it is Man City who continues to lead. And if you go across the leagues across Europe, La Liga, Real Madrid is leading their Bundesliga is Bayern um, by six points. Syria, it is now Milan who is in the lead, having uh, with Inter dropping points again, having drawn to Napoli, as we mentioned earlier. So it's very close going into Syria. In League One in, in, in France, it is PSG, uh, yeah perhaps home and dry, leading by a great margin. Um, they're not really, I'm not seeing any great matchups um, in the leagues uh, this oh, week. Oh, can I give you some, I can just rattle, I can just rattle off some entertaining games at this. I can rattle off some quick entertaining games. Okay. Gladbach and Dortmund um, for I saw the that. Bundesliga. Yes. You yeah, think that's not entertaining? Like I, yeah, because like I said, Gladbach may look shitty against every other team in the league, but against the top five teams in the league, they will put on a show and they will beat them. And All Dortmund right. just lost to Rangers in the Europa League. Mm -hmm. um, they lost to Rangers, which is a Scottish club. So they're not okay. in good form right now, okay. really. Even though in the Bundesliga, they've won their last three. Okay. Um, in Ligue 1, Lens versus Leon. Both teams are trying to get back into European positions after having good seasons last year. Both mm -hmm. teams are 7th and 8th. Leon is 7th, mm -hmm. Lens is 8th. So it would just be an entertaining contest. Mm -hmm. um, in terms of Syria, the Turin Derby is always entertaining. Torino might not be threatening any title races or European championships, but the one thing they love to do is beat Juventus, no matter what state their team is in. So just some entertaining games on the weekend. 
in okay. case it just happens to be bored. Okay, awesome. Um, there is, of course, in the English Premier League, Man City Spurs, but that's not really, um, at this point, a very, we're not expecting that to be a close contest, given the state of the Spurs. So um, not much time will be spent there. In the Champions League is where some interesting action took place um, this week, where we had Liverpool winning two goals to nil at Inter. Uh, Man City thrashed uh, Sporting. Bayern were held at Salzburg 1-1. And PSG, in the dying moments of the game, eked out a one-goal advantage over Real Madrid when they hosted them in Paris. Uh, your thoughts on, on, on this side of the round of 16, Mario? Okay, so let me run through it real quick. Um, Inter Milan's legs are tired. The new playing style of the coach is obviously getting to the team. Um, they might use the same formation, but it's no, they're no longer a counter-attacking team that sits back. And okay. I think by this point in the season, they're tired. And it comes down to Man City. I expected, a, I expected them to score a lot of goals. I expect Sporting to score a lot on them. But I expected their dominance. Um, in terms of uh, yeah, Salzburg um, versus Bayern, like yeah. I said, Nagelsmann has been playing with his job for a while now. I think Bayern is going into these matches thinking, oh, we've already won. And they just need to tighten things up. Try the yeah. new formation and everything. And uh, there, there was a Liverpool, idea. Liverpool, Liverpool. Oh, you said yeah, yeah, like, Liverpool. Yeah, like PS I said. Like I yeah, said. Yeah, yeah, yes. into, yeah PS, PSG, PSG. And, and Madrid. I yes. keep telling people. Real Madrid is not that far off. Real Madrid and Atletico Madrid are not far off from Barca. The only difference is Barca has completely gone into their rebuild. Real Madrid are delaying the inevitable. Why? Because they don't want to look as bad as Barca. Barca mm. are taking their Barca are taking their embarrassments now so that within the next two years they're back on top of Europe. Madrid are delaying the inevitable. So interesting there. Coming up next week, we'll have. Uh, more, more interesting of maybe the matchups coming up next week is Atletico Madrid Man United. Definitely, um, I think I think in that game, like I said, it's it's basically which one of us will which one of us wants it more. I think Atletico will outwork United, um, but it will be a boring game in my opinion because both teams um are lacking confidence and both are on a rebuild in our know, here. Yes, yes, okay, in the. NBA, jumping over into the NBA, the East still crowded at the top. Um, and going into the All-Star weekend, we're seeing where the Bulls, Heat, Bucks are all battling out for leadership along with the Cavs and Celtics. Uh, uh, so, sorry, Cavs, Celtics, and 76ers. They're all there, but um, close behind them is Raptors, Bucks, and Nets. It's all bunched up in the East. Uh, in the West, the Suns is really stretching out their lead now and showing themselves to be the toughest, the top team um, and toughest team in the, the West. Uh, outlasting the Warriors, the Grizzlies are holding on to third place ahead of Jazz. And then you have the Mavs, Nuggets, Timberwolves, Clippers, and Lakers following them. The hottest teams in the league are Celtics and um, Suns on nine and one record, followed by Raptors and Grizzlies on eight and two record. Um, on the other side of the All-Star break, we will look forward to see what form these teams bring. And now it's going to get to the more business end, trying to get into the playoffs. And we'll see what uh, metal these teams are made of. The league resumes on Thursday, next Thursday, February 24. 
And I see a very interesting matchup there with Nets and Celtics. Uh, Nets showed, I, I watched the game last night with Nets and, uh, and, and New York. New York Knicks. Yeah. New York Knicks was leading by about 20 odd points and going to the fourth quarter, I think by 18 points and Nets dug their way back without any of their stars really. Uh, I don't know if it maybe say more about New York and it says about Nets, but it's encouraging to see the Nets showing some fight. Kevin Durant and Ben Simmons were on the on the on the sidelines watching and cheering on the team. Any thoughts there? Uh yes. Um I think I think in terms of the Knicks, um, the players no longer want to play under Thibodeau, and I blame the players, not Thibodeau. Mm. Um Thibodeau is kind of like the coaches like Jose Mourinho and Antonio Conte in football, where they're when they initially come to the club. You want to fight for them, and their playing style is very um, tough, and you have to be defensive. Um, but it wears on on the players, so I think the players have given up on on them. But really, the players should take responsibility for this. Mm. Thibodeau is a good coach. I don't want him to fire him. Um, it was a poor performance by the players. On terms of the Brooklyn Nets, now this is a good sign. I just think that the locker room is more free now and happier now that Harden is not there drawing down the mood. Um, and I think with some, um, with what, uh, what's the name of their commissioner? Adam Silva talking for the NBA? Yeah, Adam, Sil- Adam Silva has been questioning the ordinances in New York in terms yes. of vaccine because unvaccinated players can come in and play, but Kyrie yeah. can't. So there's a chance they might have Kyrie for all of their games. This is all culminating at the perfect time. Um, mm. So I do think the Nets will go on our own. I want to see what they look like um, against the Celtics. Okay, okay. Interesting stuff there. Uh, moving over to the UFC. Assuming you have any thoughts on the All-Star Weekend? I really don't. It's really just entertainment. I really don't. I uh, yeah, um, and, and, and I don't think that because LeBron has been complaining about his knee, so I don't think he's going to play KD. He's not going to play despite them being the captains. I mm-hmm. at, least hope they, well, at least hope both guys make it entertaining and at least try to coach the two teams. Giannis is going to go all out like he's playing at NBA Finals as usual. He, he's the only person that takes All-Star break serious. Um, the three-point competition is interesting this year because of the amount of people. And they've gone with guys who are not the most popular three-point shooters in the league, but the guys who are actually have the highest three-point averages. Okay. So that should be interesting. Okay, pretty um, interesting. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because you have a lot of... Yeah. Go ahead. Yeah, go, go ahead. Go ahead, please. Yeah, so you have a lot of three, you have a lot of superstars in the league who aren't necessarily the best three-pointer shooters in the league, but right. they've now picked out the guys from each team who are three-pointers. My favorite is Paddy Mills for the for the for the three-point contest. Okay, okay. So jumping over to the UFC, where uh last week we saw, as we mentioned um top of the uh show, we saw Adesanya doing a very good display again and overcoming Whitaker. Uh, what are we seeing from Adesanya here, Mario? Are we seeing a case being made gradually for him becoming as great a legend as John Jones? Do you see him going that path or John Jones untouchable? Um, I think the, the more, the better comparison the um, Anderson Silva. And mm-hmm. it's almost like a passing of the baton because he, he, he beat Anderson Silva on his way up. Yes. And he, he actually bowed down to Anderson Silva. Um, in terms of this division. Um, I think his legend will be greater than Jones because John Jones has let his demons ruin his legacy. Um, in terms of 
no one pays attention to what he does in the ring. Okay. Um, no matter how great he, no matter how much he accomplishes in the ring. And then the steroid usage um, being banned for that. And that's what I say, like, Jones ruined himself or he allowed his demons to ruin him because you are the most physically gifted um, MMA fighter of all time and also yes. the most skilled because I don't think Adesanya is as skilled. Mm. I, I don't think anybody has been given skills like that because Adesanya is a great kickboxer. But yes. we saw when he went up to 202 pounds, they just grappled with him and they were able to beat him, which, what more, which is what he's able to avoid in his division. Most of okay. the guys who can grapple in his division, they can't take him down because he keeps like he keeps that range with his length. So I understand the John Jones comparison, but John Jones was the is the most gifted MMA fighter of all time who kind of wasted his talent. Okay. Uh the UFC fight night coming up. Anything to watch out for from that card? Um, Johnny Walker just always puts on a show. Okay. So is he either going to injure himself um, during his celebration, like last time? Or, you know, but he always puts on a, he's a showman. Jamal right. Hall Hill, um, on the other hand, good um, stand-up, good stand-up fighter, a more traditional fighter, might not mix it up in different ways, but um, I'm not seeing anything. Sp- and a lot of the fights on this card are, is getting cancelled, so I'm actually looking to see if they're going to still host this fight. Okay. Like 90%, of, not 90%, like 50% of the card has been cancelled. Okay. What about Kyle Dawkins and Jamie Pickett? That one is a bit more interesting in terms of if you're just a, a pure fight fan. If you mm-hmm. just want to see like technical fighting, but like I said, real showmanship would be coming from Johnny Walker if you want entertainment. Okay. That completes our tour of the upcoming uh, week in sports. And we now move over to fast break. Welcome to Fast Break, where we do quick takes on hot topics and burning issues from the world of sports. This edition, we take a look at the NFL season. It's early, early days, but we maybe can look at who we see as favorites for the 2023 Super Bowl. Here's a problem with that. I don't know if OBJ will be ready by the time the season starts. And will he be with the Rams because he's a free agent? Um, Aaron Donald says he's coming back if... Vaughn Miller and OBJ resign. Mm-hmm. So there's that. McVeigh said he's coming back. Um, but I need to see what moves are made in the offseason because I don't see the Patriots. The Patriots need weapons some at Jones. Mm-hmm. Um Lamar Jackson, are you going to be fully fit? And are you going to co-sign AD being that you need another receiver? A lot of unanswered questions you're saying. Hmm? Yes, yeah, so there's a lot of problems. We don't know, we don't know we, where we don't know where Aaron Rodgers is gonna go. We're gonna play exactly. Maybe it's gonna be Green Bay. We don't know that. Um, you know, the Colts were showing promise, and we don't know what to make of that either. There's a lot. There's so many moving balls. You know, moving so many moving parts to this NFL behemoth that with so many things undecided at this point, maybe a very hard thing to call right now. I mean, what will happen to Patrick Mahomes and his Kansas City Chiefs? Will they make a rebound and uh, uh, try to reclaim their position at the top of the hill in the AFC? Who knows where that's concerned? 
there's a sport called sepak takraw. Now, to us in the Western world, it's really just um, a football version of tennis or a soccer version of tennis or mm. volleyball. It is played on a, um, a similar to a badminton court and it involves different leagues of different rules where it's two a team, two versus two, three versus three, four versus four. Mm-hmm. Um, but they, the, the way they, the Malaysians or East Asians play it, um, they don't play it like, they play it very acrobatic, very entertaining. But there's a reason why I brought up this sport this week because it's something that um, Lance used to do with um, myself and some others that he's coached um, when yes. we were younger in high yes. school. Yes. Um, we did a little bit of that as well um, yes. with actual soccer balls. But these balls are a lot smaller. Think of a size one. Right. Right. Um, so slightly bigger than a tennis ball, but not necessarily tennis, you know? Yes. And the reason why I've always loved this since I was a child was specifically, we have a group called Sports 365. And I know that there's a lot of different age ranges. And also, yes. we have both genders in the group as well. Yes. I think that we definitely need to put on just a little small tournament in the group <laughs> or just find a day on the weekend where <laughs> we can put on I think this would be perfect for, for, for the Sports 360 uh, group, uh, um, which is why I brought it up this week. I, I, we can involve even the ladies because it's not that physically demanding. We're not bumping into each other, like, you know? Yes. Um, so <laughs> I think even the ladies yeah. that are in the group will join this and we can just have just a, just a little fun weekend. It doesn't yes. have to be as set up as that. We will just find out the tennis court that we can use. There's a tennis court in the group. I wonder, I don't know if you can get on the phone with him and find out the tennis court. And just a group of us just played three versus three, two versus whatever it is, how much ever we can get. But very this sport seems to be very popular in the Eastern world. And I'm surprised they have leagues. And if you look online, it's very entertaining to watch. So if you're a fan of tennis and you're a fan of soccer, um, look up um, Sepak Takra. That's S E P A K T A K R A W R R. It's also known as kick volleyball. Yes, yes, yes. Um, so it's called kick volleyball because it's really like volleyball, but you use your feet instead of your hands. Yes, and the same soccer rules apply: chest, head, mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. shoulders, um, knees, thighs. Mm. Everything except your hands. Except your hands. Okay, wow. Um, different leagues yes. have different scoring systems. Some yes. try to do it like tennis. Some people just do it straight up where um, it's just one point. Yes. So I just think it's fun to play with just even your friends. Sometimes you don't have, especially during these COVID times, sometimes yes. a lot of us don't want to group up in that large of a group and play soccer on the weekends. But if yes. they can find a little area, make a little makeshift, you know? Very interesting, you know, man. Yeah, yeah, just look at, uh, I mean, you have, a, you have a basketball court nearby your place. You want two of your friends or, you know, three of your friends um, get together and just do that instead of having like a 30-man football, like, you know? Yeah, very interesting, very interesting. I, th- I think it's a good idea. Very interesting. I, I've always loved that form of the sport. Um, I found it entertaining just to play football that way. It does take some skill in terms of being able to control the ball and um, juggle the ball so it does take some skill but it's very fun so very good idea Mario that, that's another nice journey in the Super Mario Adventures world so thank you very much for that suggestion Mario there we have it for Super Mario Adventures it's now time for overtime 
Welcome to Overtime, where we now look at predictions for key events in the upcoming week. And we start by looking at the English Premier League, where on Saturday morning, West Ham will host Newcastle. Your thoughts, Demar? Uh, West Ham wants to get back on form to really um, start getting back to their European campaign. And Newcastle is fighting relegation. So this might turn out like the Aston Villa match where uh, both teams need the win. So it might be entertaining. Um, if, West Ham is on, if West Ham is dominant, it will be entertaining. If Newcastle end up being dominant, it's going to be a drag out news fest, but they might get a one in it. So your final prediction is? My final prediction is um, West Ham winning the match. I can't tell you by how much. Oh, West Ham. Okay, all right, good. Then we have, for the, in the UFC, we have Johnny, Johnny Walker taking on Jamaha Hill. You're giving it to Johnny Walker? Oh, this one is a bit difficult. And here's why it's difficult. Like I said, Johnny Walker is a showman, so he put on an entertaining show. But sometimes when it, sometimes a guy who keeps it simple and just does what he needs to do will win. So give me Jamaha Hill for the upset. Okay. Then Kyle Dawkins versus Jamie Pickett. Give me Kyle Dawkins. Okay. Next week, we have Champions League action where Atletico Madrid hosts Manchester United. Where are you leaning? Atletico Madrid. Like I said, Atletico Madrid might be going through a rebuild and their team has some problems here and there. But there's one thing you will get from them every match, even when they were losing 4-0 to Barca. Work ethic. Work. They will work hard. And next Thursday, I'm not sure if Ben Simmons will be playing, but the Nets will be hosting the Celtics next Thursday. Okay, give me the Celtics. The Celtics want to really push for the playoffs. They've been fighting to finally get in form. So I think they're going to want to keep their momentum going. And after the All-Star break, I still don't know if KD will be available. We still don't know if Kyrie will be available. We still don't know if Ben Simmons is mentally healthy. So um, I would definitely still go with uh, the Celtics. Okay. Um, for this one, and the one that I would be entering into the competition for the Sports C60 group is Atletico Madrid versus Manu. Give me a one nil win for Atletico. So there we have it for overtime, and there we have it for this edition of the One Love Sports podcast. Thanks for joining us. And until next time, keep safe, and always remember, it's one love every time.